Slappy boys blow out ears. How do we do this again? Hey! (laughs) You got it. Hey, folks, welcome to the Slappy Boys Blowout. This is the Big Hand Bopper. I'm sitting here with Jeffy Jason. How's it going, folks? And T Cat Tim. What is up, 2022 stylies? That's what I'm talking about, Timmy. 2022. Can you believe it? 2022. My God. Here's looking at you. You know, everyone makes that joke. I'm uh, still writing 2021 on all my checks. I haven't written check yet for 2022. Yeah. I wrote a, uh, my mouth wrote a check, but my ass couldn't cash it. <laughs> In what situation? A uh, dance off, a sporting event? Fight. Bar fight, yeah. Ooh, I, went, I, I, I saw fight. one of these, you know, you know, these big, uh, these like CrossFit guys with the huge muscles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I went up to, you should have seen me. I went up to one of those guys. Oh, you this and that. Oh, you that. Oh, you're this and that. <laughs> you're this and that? <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, I, would, I would have seen red right immediately if you said that to me. I know. And then and then next thing, uh, and then I get into the kind of four letter words are coming out. And I. Mm. Yeah, this and that. Everything in the book. I'm calling this guy every. <laughs> yeah, this and yeah. that are both four letter words. <laughs> but I really just kind of unloaded on this guy. Yeah, so. Yeah, my New Year's resolution is to not do that anymore. Not <laughs> do that as much. Um, what is is CrossFit? You know, I'm thinking. You know, what I'm thinking it is. I'm thinking it's uh, parkour. CrossFit <laughs> is when you go into those gyms that have like ropes and tires. Yeah, but that's even a different thing, right? Like Tim, didn't your brother do that? The ropes and tires. That's yeah. I think when you're doing the ropes and tires, that's more like strongman stuff, right? Oh. What's CrossFit? You hop up on the box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. What is what is CrossFit? Why is it why is it different from a normal CrossFit? gym? Like, this should be a, we it. should do a blowout on CrossFit where we go to a CrossFit gym. <laughs> I would do that. We should do a gym episode. We go to a gym. That's a great idea. You want to know what uh, CrossFit is? It's uh, uh, Tobias Funk's wardrobe. Uh, huh. David Cross plays Tobias. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Feel free to laugh. <laughs> Folks. No, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. It's something like that. I, uh, no, I'm going to give you the wrong should, idea, maybe. Um, I, I was... <laughs> I, I I got distracted for like thirty seconds trying to trying to think of the wording of that joke. Yes, CrossFit uh-huh. it, CrossFit is like uh, those gyms where it's like uh, I think they have names for the cycles. Like oh, I did a Fran, or I did it, and it's like a, it's like a certain number of like push ups and pull ups and this type of thing. But I they also f- do ropes, right? Like that that they do like swing the ropes. Yeah, they well, yeah that's the hard. Ropes, sure. The rope swing is hard. Yeah. Where you kind of like <laughs> yeah. hold them with, with both hands and go up and down. Whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ah, this is this is me doing that. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I wish I could stop this. God damn! <laughs> I would never touch these two ropes ever again. <laughs> I wish these ropes were frayed. I wish they were pieces of string. <laughs> oh, I wish they were nothing but two linguinis. <laughs> and I wish I didn't have them in my hands, but in my fucking mouth. Mike, when you work out, there's just so much wishing about what the, how the situation yeah. was different, and just like and not screaming. Just, I wish I was just like just belting it out, and not that I just wish it was done. I want it to be other Doing things. A I different want to... thing. Yeah, That's weird. No, I'm no good in the gym. People uh, do not like me there. Uh, I wish this was different. <laughs> and then, like right now, uh, Tim, you got a cool hat there. You got a genuine draft light. But mm-hmm. wait, does it say Miller on the top? Like it's too. Uh, blown out maybe my man's got a miller hat and a bud jacket on is that what that is a bud this is a bud uh sweatshirt uh it's this was a this is like from my kind of depop days yeah i was i was gonna ask is this a depop thing or a a christmas thing this is depop but from from last year and then i just got back to town haven't done laundry yet and what's what was sitting on right the most grabbable, my Depop gear. Yeah. <laughs> In the Depop file. So, Tim, do you think your Depop days are behind you? Is that what you're saying? Well, I tried to... I mean, I'm definitely going to accidentally order a bunch more stuff at some point, but <clears throat> I was trying to cool off on You it. will pop again. <laughs> Here's the problem. One thing. This this hat, this Miller Genuine Draft hat, I thought it was white and it came and it's gray. And I'm like, okay, that's... Is it corduroy? Uh, No. Okay. Corduroy would be nice. I've got a Molson ski hat that's corduroy and it's, yeah, it's warm. Hmm. Um, it's a little thing like that. I thought it was gonna be white. It's gray. Whatever. I'm cool. I'm cool. But then <laughs> his face is beat red. Yeah. I got this. You guys know that this shit pisses me off. Ready? This is yeah. not from Depop. This is from uh, oh, something. I know what it is. Can I say? Can I say what it is? Yeah. You fake, distressing. fake distressing. Fake distressing. <laughs> Look. I ordered, look how good this logo would have been, and look how stupid it does look. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Bad. It's an old style, which is, you know, pure, genuine Heilman's old style from Chicago. I was so excited when I ordered this shirt, and it's, like, got so much fake aging on it that it looks stupid. Did you get it from a store or, like, a like uh, a store that this one was like from just an online shop that does like novelty Tim you should take it to like an art history major and maybe they can like restore it to its natural (laughs) luster yeah fill in the little cracks in the graphic (laughs) they're like this is four hundred thousand dollars um wait you got you got uh, a Christmas gift that you put online that was this like neon guitar oh that was sick hell yeah look at this yeah what was that that was cool uh, well, he's going. To, he's going to get it now. Oh, he's got it right here. He's, he's doing it now. Uh, Jeff, you, you you wearing any of this vintage stuff? No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't do the Depop like you guys do. You gotta do the D because I think you would find stuff unbelievable. Oh wow! wow look at Timmy, that. That's gorgeous. It's huge. That's cool. It is huge. Yeah, baby. This was uh, Jessica got this on uh, eBay or something, and it's it's a vintage. Budweiser electric guitar neon light and it's like the real the real deal you know it's not like a recreation it's like from the right 80s. right yeah it's not like and a, it's a, a, a urban outfitters it, it's like just new enough that it's not like exposed glass 
Like it's mm-hmm. it's right. nicely contained so that you can like actually pick it up and wing it around and you're not like, ooh, I gotta be careful for the glass. Well, what, <laughs> what, uh, what's very funny that Jessica didn't even know is that there's a story of me and my high school friends. We were at a, the Shamrock Tavern in Kingston, New York mm. when I was a teenager and mm-hmm. I pulled a MGD, a guitar-shaped neon light of MGD off the wall and started acting like a clown and like I was playing guitar because I was like blackout drunk and uh, and they have like a picture of it and, and always make fun of me for it. So then uh, <laughs> it was, uh, she hadn't even heard that story that I, a guitar-shaped light and I said, that's uh, that's just one of those things that makes you know the big guy upstairs is looking down on us. <laughs> yeah, Santa yeah. Claus. Hey, if any of our <laughs> listeners... If any of our listeners know how to do neon, hit us in the DMs because uh, I want—I'd uh, love to get a Sloppy Boys sign like our logo, but in real life neon. That would be Whoa. something. Something I would pay. Oh my god! That Free would be of so cost, cool. of course. Pro bono. <laughs> Free of charge. Yeah, and that one's on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want everything oh, yeah. on the arm. And that one is on the arm. <laughs> um, I was thinking that with this Budweiser light, though, how cool would it be? Instead of putting it somewhere like in my office facing me, if I hung it in the, my, my front window so that people out on the street think it's a dive, a dive bar. <laughs> What's that place over there? Are you allowed to have a bar on the street? <laughs> and they come to the door like, is this a bar? No. Oh. <laughs> it's it's the home of a dork. Man, that is a funny thing you see when, when you go back east. Like, I was driving down to New Jersey to see my sister, and like you pass through these towns where all the businesses are in homes. I like love there's it. not a, like a big distinction between like what's a commercial building and what's a residential building. So you see all these homes where it's just like this guy's selling pool supplies, mm. this this person's cutting hair, and they're businesses. <laughs> they just are houses, and so like you the see, building is like an old house. Yeah, it's they like a house. They live upstairs. I didn't get to know each of the um, <laughs> each of the business. <laughs> that would owners. take forever, I guess. But uh, but when you see a like a corner bar that is a house, that's mm-hmm. always a funny looking thing. Yeah, that's cool. I love. Yeah, that's very uh, Midwesty. Speaking of running business out of your house, remember in San Francisco we used to do comedy shows. There's a polyamorous thruple that ran a comedy theater, and uh, we we would like do shows, and then we like walked back to the green room, and you're suddenly you're like, "Hey, I'm in your fucking kitchen? What the hell's going on? You live here? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can't live yes, here. I remember that. Some of the worst shows we've ever done. Were, yeah, that was a terrible <laughs> show. <laughs> I was pretty funny though. I think. Yeah, well, you're you're nonstop, man. You're you're like just give you a stage and let you do your thing. You're funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was kind of going right off the dome. Mm-hmm. We did the whipped cream shuffle sketch where uh, we make a mess and spray whipped cream down each other's pants, and they were understandably like mad at us for needing to use all of their bathrooms after the show. But <laughs> uh-huh. but it was sort of like, well, then don't have people in your home <laughs> if you don't want. I don't know. <laughs> Them to spray yeah, it's why you shouldn't live in a theater. Maybe we were bad. We're good. Well, I mean, me with, with with Broadway opening back up, I practically live in the theater now. <laughs> oh God! Hey, you see Hamilton. You see Hamilton every night, right? I try to, but tickets are so expensive. I've seen. Uh, I've seen recently. I saw the Mrs. Doubtfire musical, and uh, I also saw Drive the, By Fruity. Uh, David Byrne. <laughs> Mike, yeah. I can't tell if you are you being a little jokester or did you really see Mrs. Doubtfire? I really did see the Mrs. Doubtfire musical, and I really did see uh, American Utopia, the David Byrne. And I will give you one guess as to what I liked better. 
<laughs> mm, drive by fruiting. Don't fire. <laughs> doubt fire. You Virginia doubt fire day. Now, t- uh, Michael, does yes. Mrs. Doubtfire light her tits on fire on stage? Sadly, no. She lights her bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, Is this like uh, a like a Moses thing? <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you, Jeff. Uh no, no, none of that. It's pretty much it's pretty much the movie on stage with a few uh you know tweaks for the 2020s oh wow isn't it funny how the theater industry must feel like we we complain about like oh yeah movies are bad like uh, everyone's uh, doing old ip and this sequels and prequels mm-hmm. and whatever but look mm-hmm. what's ha- if you are imagine if you're like a real let's say you're a playwright or mm-hmm. you're someone a legitimate theater person like from tick tick boom <laughs> the fucking Broadway, you got only movies now, right? Isn't that everything you do is like people go to the city and they see Groundhog Day and then they go back home? Yeah, or le- <laughs> right. Legally Blonde or whatever else. Yeah, Legally Blonde was one too. Um, Reanimator. Well, it, fun- it is funny because it's like this guy, uh, the guy who played uh, Daniel slash Doubtfire, was, had to do a lot of like good stuff. Like he had this one thing where he was like rapping with the puppets, different puppets on his hands and like, you know, had to do quite a number of things. I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive, but he's dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like a movie from the 90s. Hmm. I, w- I wonder if he's like, hmm, I could be doing this for Shakespeare. Oh, yes. Or Lloyd Webber. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If Lloyd Webber himself. Considered good. I consider him good, but yeah. Speaking of uh, live performance, that sort, of, uh, that sort of dovetails so nicely oh. into what we're going to be talking about today. How so? We have gone and listened to uh, Red Fox's album Uncensored from 1980. And now, did and we successfully listen to it? I don't know what I listened to versus what you guys listened that to. That became a big problem, didn't it? <laughs> this this is one of those things. So I was doing a little reading on Red Fox, and he I think he did like 50 comedy albums. Yes. So, and it might have been the thing where like a comedy album was like when he was on, or he appeared on 50 comedy albums. So a comedy album could be like maybe from a radio show or variety shows. Like I feel like the definition of album is a little different. So yeah. we ran into a problem where there were like two versions of this album. Right. Uh, it seemed like. And I found it first on Spotify and saw that like some of the tracks were grayed out, like they didn't exist on this. Uh-huh. And then I found it on uh, YouTube. And then Jeff found one on YouTube that was different than the one I found <laughs> on YouTube. It's a mess. And you know what I you know what I found is that on Discogs, mm-hmm. you know that Discogs.com? Yeah. The listings for the vinyl and the CD are different. Ah. It's a mess. You want to start the year with a strong episode, a nice clean concept, and what have we done? We've I could barely it? enjoy this We've episode because I was it? so I, I felt so guilty because I I had suggested this or I brought it to the Taylor. Somebody it did, was a I, good suggestion. Good suggestion, uh, poorly handled. Well, all I know, I don't, none of us had heard this before, but the only thing I know about Red Fox, if you don't Mm -hmm. know him, I mean, you might recognize him for like Sanford and Son or whatever, but the thing is with this guy is like he made these dirty, filthy stand-up albums. So it was a thing in the 70s, right, that it's like, hey, you have like a listening party and it's like, these are naughty, like put the kids to bed and took up some weed in and you're going to hear some raunchy yeah. jokes. And there was like a tradition uh, to that, but we just did, couldn't, 
And and because none of us had listened, we we're like, this will be perfect. But fucking, there's no way in. He's got too much content. We didn't know what's the one. Yeah, I I looked up like the best uh, uh, album, uh, best Red Fox album, and I only found like a list of like the best comedy albums. And for Red Fox, this one was it. But it did yeah. not say in this article that it was difficult to pin down the exact you know, one. I I was even looking around trying to just figure out the discrepancy between the different styles. Mm-hmm. between the different track lists, and you'll notice that the name Red Fox appears differently on the different ah, track lists. What the fuck? One of them, it's red text, and one of them, it's like normal, or it's like gray text. But um, Dude, you got to do the red text. I mean, if the name is red, please. Yeah. Is the other one Fox text? Furry text? <laughs> fuck, fuck, furry Fox text. But um, <laughs> I was looking for anybody in the YouTube comments or on Amazon to be like, hey, this isn't the one I remember. Or like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I was I was going crazy because nobody was acknowledging this difference in the track list. I could I, I kept seeing uh, comments that were like, "Oh, this is the one I remember," uh, but there's that other one too. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's not helpful. But my memory is shot. <laughs> the only thing I found that acknowledges it is a, a little blurb by TiVo, uh, Lindsay Planer at TiVo. She says, this collection has been released under a number of alternate titles and is among the dozens of LPs that humorous Red Fox recorded in the 1960s and received little to no residual payments for. Interesting. As the result of poor managerial and financial planning, Fox owned the rights to precious little of his own work. This led to countless repackagings, most of which were unauthorized of the exact same material. I get it. Now I get it. Um so yeah, that's all jumbles and they're trying to make money off the same bits over and over. I get the sense cause he's such kind of a one liner guy that yeah. I, I've, I've feeling I'm looking at like 50 albums as on Spotify and I, I bet they all have the same jokes on them, but some of these are very funny. The funniest album title I've ever heard in my life is red Fox. You got to wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and on the cover, he's like standing next to a horse and he's like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's one called Racy Tales. That sounds like what would have been the like Racy Tales. Oh, he's gonna tell his yeah. Racy Tales. Yeah, I didn't. Mm. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know anything about Red Fox other than he was on Sanford and Son, which I've seen like an episode or two of. Uh, he, yeah, he was a one-liner guy for the most part, and a lot of his jokes were like, "There's this guy blank blank blank," or "This couple is yeah. blank blank blank." It's like there's no real specifics to it. He's not like a storyteller. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I guess they're not one-liners because they're longer. But it is, yeah, it's just like these little scenarios. He's like, so a wife tells a husband this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they're like jokey stuff. jokes. They're like Henny yeah. Youngman style. Like, and when he would go into a story one, I found myself like getting more comfortable. It was yeah, like, oh, yeah. there's something that I can like settle into for at least like a minute. Because he is yeah. like such a personality that it was like, yeah. oh, it, it's cool to hear like this story this guy's life even if it's fake but and and little short jokey jokes one-liners are are a a difficult game you gotta be you know um you know mitch hedberger like stephen wright or like if you're like a genius you could do one-liners otherwise if you're if you especially red fox because he has like a funny voice you want him to tell an anecdote and just be kind of a character about it yeah Mm -hmm. oh actually it also reminded me of rodney there's a lot of Rodney in, mm-hmm. in Red Fox. I wonder if they knew each other. Yeah. I'm seeing so. his name spelled wrong. Red, uh, on one of these album covers, Red has one D. This is a mess. Birth name, John Elroy Sanford. That's funny because 
you know him as Red Fox, and then Sanford and Son uses his real name. Right. Hmm. That is weird. Did we all listen to the same version of Uncensored on YouTube? Is that what we all listen to? I li- I listened to both of them. Uh, one same. started out with Thanksgiving, or he sings a song at the beginning of one. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, and then the other one starts with a joke I didn't really understand about uh, the elephant and donkey of the political parties. Right. He's like, "Kiss my elephant." You kiss my elephant. I was like, I don't get that. <laughs> Does he call President Reagan President Reagan at one point? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't hear any Reagan stuff either. Well, he said that he stopped drinking and he came home and his own dog attacked him. Because, right, you know, because he didn't recognize him, which is funny. And he was just like, Reagan down. And he's like, they don't tell you what to name a dog. Oh, I thought he said Rico. Nah, Reagan or Reagan. Okay. Interesting. Huh. This and you know he they just probably thought it was funny that he that Red Fox would name his dog Reagan. It'd be like naming yeah, your yeah, dog yeah. dog like Trump now or something. Right. That the I hate Trump. There was <laughs> there was a lot of uh, like jokes that I did, I thought were like half jokes or maybe I wasn't getting anything or it would just be like a little punny word and it would stop at him saying pussy and the audience loved it and I think probably a lot of it had to do with just like we already know Red Fox we're going to. Like, laugh at what he says. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wrote one down that I didn't get that was just like, what's the difference between a rich girl and a poor girl? Rich girl's yeah, got a canopy that. over her bed and a poor girl has a canopy under her bed. Oh, can of pee, maybe? Oh, there were, can maybe. Of pee. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, Mike. my but, God. What is. Hmm. But that's that's one of those things, and I don't think for this joke it necessarily is going to uh, fit what I'm about to say. But like, I bet there's a, there were a lot of jokes in here that like I just didn't know. Like he would mention mink coats a lot, yeah, and I'd be like, well, there's things about mink coats that I don't really understand that I would need to know about for this joke. I think totally because I'm falling behind. <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't hear anything that was necessarily over my head. I've, I heard just a lot of jokes of like like making fun of a fat woman and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one like these jokes that are like what it, you know somebody who takes uh, baths in vinegar or a woman who takes baths in vinegar is called a sourpuss, and it's just like yeah. okay the word sourpuss vinegar is sour how do you get this word. Sour puss to me, you know, pussy. And it's just like, all right. There was a lot of jokes that reminded me of, like, being on a, uh, a middle school bus. Yeah. Mm. Um, one that sort of stuck out to me because people didn't laugh, they, or they sort of did later, was uh, mm-hmm. he was like, do you know what a lousy bastard is? It's a guy who <laughs> yeah. sits and scratches while his parents are getting married. Yeah. Like a literal bastard L- with lice. Lousy means having lice? Like yeah. lousy. Lousy. Like louses. What's a louse? A louse is uh, like a, a, a flea. One, a one single a lice yeah. is a louse? One single lice is a louse. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't know this. Like mice mouse. <laughs> yeah. This changes everything. <laughs> I liked one where he's like, uh, St. Louis is where I was born and bred, but I don't really know where I was buttered. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where he was, it was like, this couple's in a park and they're making love and, and all this stuff and it's dark and they're in the bushes and the guy says to the girl, like, I wish I had a flashlight so I could see what I'm doing. And she says, I wish you did too. You've been eating grass for 15 minutes. 
<laughs> yeah, like th- that's a really like uh, an old like timey joke. I feel, but like. it's like that's like very but, silly, but like with a nasty twist. Yeah, a little nasty. It's like twist. a part, like a parlor joke. You know, you're like, Ooh, yeah, this is yeah, titillating. Yeah. Hey, we got to bring back parlors, huh? But not mm-hmm. not parlor the app. No, what's and parlor? Not the ice app? cream parlors or pizza parlors? No, a, a parlor is like a place where adults would exchange ideas. That's kind of what this is. <laughs> yeah, we're sort of like the modern day parlor. Yeah, <laughs> we should do some modern day parkour. Ooh, Ooh. um, th- this this uh, what I listened to had that thing that happens on like Richard Pryor albums or uh, Steve Martin albums that I've heard, where the the person the the comedian is doing their thing and it's you know you can't hear it that well, <laughs> so you turn it up. And then when the audience laughs, it's like the highest pitch, like worst mic stuff in the world. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to yeah. turn that way down. You definitely hear like weight staff and silverware during the entire mm. thing, It's which is kind yeah. of fun to make it which feel like I like alive. I like that. I like how it's it feels like this is just happening and, and somebody happened to bring a microphone in. And, and the one that sounded shittier that we found on YouTube that had like 50 views, I think mm. is the more pure representation of like an album because it sounded like sonically consistent. Yeah. The first one I listened to that I sent out, it sounded better, but it felt way more chopped up and like sourced from different sources. Like, yes, there, there would be I, times I where it would be like mic'd really well, and then other times it would like the quality would drop down even for like one joke and then back in. Um, hodgepodgey. I can't tell if uh, Tim is. Oh, no. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't tell if Tim is bored or frozen. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was, I was pondering, in a, in a more general sense, isn't it funny that stand-up albums and specials, like that's kind of universal. The thing about like a l- loud laugh track is is uh, it's not just a mixing thing. It's like you, I laugh so much more if I'm like sitting at UCB and I watch a comedian. I'm like ah. <laughs> and then if I'm like listening to a comedy album, it's not just the thing about being alone and not laughing when you're alone, but like it's, it's intoxicating to be in a comedy club. You can't, it's Friday night and you paid some yeah. money and you had two drink minimum and they're, Holy God, you see a guy on T from TV and he's on a stage and you're ready to laugh. And it's so weird to then like, you could hear the same jokes just like in your house and to see it on TV and you're like, this fucking sucks. But it's mm-hmm. live comedy is just such a fun vibe. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, when like a comedian is kind of a, uh, like a roasting comedian or like a, does crowd work and stuff. Rickles. <clears throat> Rickles, my man. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if, if they get, if they worry about like getting laughs because it's like, oh, people are just laughing because they don't want to get picked on if they're not laughing. There is that kind of some people clam up and don't give any laughs because they're like, I don't, I, I'm scared. But I do know yeah, what you yeah. mean, where it's like, I'm laughing, so uh, leave me alone. Yeah. But I wonder if, if the comedian is like, Ooh, I hope, I hope they really think I'm funny and not just like trying to get away from me. You know, it's funny. What you ever, you ever get? Uh, you're sit, you're sitting in the crowd at a comedy show and you're the one that the comics talking to. They're doing crowd work to you. I hate it. Not. Yeah. I don't think I really ever have. It sucks because they because they know that I'm gonna give it right back to them. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, they know that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I wish I wasn't here. Well, Mike, you'll flash your badge at him. 
Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, he's one of us. We can't. He's one of us. Um, everybody hates getting talked to. I, I hate it if they talk to me. I had one great, great one was, uh, you know, uh, Howard Kramer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one time way back, early days of UCB, I was watching that show, See You Next Tuesday, that Scott Ackerman booked. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a quiet night. There's like maybe eight people in the crowd. And I'm, I was there probably with Mitch. And then Howard Kramer is uh, on stage doing stand-up. He's very, very funny. and But it's like a very chill night, and it's not enough people in the audience to really try. So he's just sort of up there, uh, you know, kind of uh, riffing. And, uh, he's working stuff th- out. He's working. He's, he's, working. he's working. He's working stuff out. He also, but there's like a big lull, and he's just standing there. And you know, like Howard is like the last guy that would ever like worry about bombing or anything. He's like chill to the max, so he's mm-hmm. perfectly comfortable, just like kind of like working stuff out. And crowd's kind of quiet, not a lot of people there. And then he looks at me, and I'm not even in the front. I'm like kind of in the back, but he makes eye contact with me, and, and he's like, "Where are you from?" Uh, <laughs> And it was so, it was so not like, Hey, how's everybody? Where are you, where are your people from? Or whatever. Just like to me, like, where are you from? And I was like, uh, Woodstock. And he goes, Hmm, Hendrix. (laughs) 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 The the whole interaction. I was like, yep. (laughs) Uh, I remember when we first early on got to, uh, LA, we went to a show at UCB and Van Artstone was sitting on those side chairs that are on the stage uh, on the, yeah, on the stage. And there was a comedian named Graham something, Graham Elwood, who, uh, do you remember him? Mm, he, sounds familiar. Yeah. He he was doing some crowd work stuff, and he had a lot of energy. Oh, yes. And this Chris is kind of a crazy is, wild man. Chris was, yeah. And Chris was just kind of sitting there with his arms folded, probably enjoying the show. But he's he goes up to Chris, and he's like, hmm, this is a very good comedy show, like making fun of him. And then takes one of his sandals and throws it across the stage. <laughs> I was there. I remember that. He goes, mm, "This is an adequate, adequate comedy show." And this, yeah, pulled the pulled the flip flop right off the foot. That's so funny. <laughs> and I remember watching it from a few rows back because we got there a little late, so we all split up. I was like, Oof, "I'm glad I'm not sitting in front." Do you guys remember um, we walked into a comedy show in the Valley one time when we like first moved yeah. to LA, and like you uh-huh. had the way it worked is like you entered right next to the stage. Yeah. And we were like entering in the middle of a set. There was this uh, black woman on stage. I think she was hosting. I'm not sure. Uh, but we walked in and she <laughs> yeah, looked at yeah. me and she, she said, looks like a chicken's been pecking at your head. Yeah, and it got right, a big laugh. Right like, we had barely barely walked in the door and already everyone's laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. Looks like a chicken's it's, been pecking at your head. Because my hair was sticking up. Yeah. It, like you did, like a cool spiky. Um, you said you wanted to look like Mark McGrath. <laughs> you, you said you want to look like uh, Ryan Cabrera, right? Yes, Ooh. yes. Um, uh, there's on one of these albums or one of these recordings of whatever. Some people leave, and Red Fox is like, "Well, sorry, see you next time." But there's always if somebody leaves at a comedy show or goes to the bathroom, I'm always like, "Oh boy, are they going to say something? Is somebody going to call this person out?" It's usually here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit in the seats. Here it comes, folks. Mike, <laughs> have you ever had to deal with a heckler? Have you ever had to, some a drunkie uh, be too loud? No, they're loud because they're laughing. I have to be like, folks. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't count that as heckling. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. The no, I haven't really. 
a few nobody who's like engaged with me enough to to like have me be like okay i gotta sort of figure out how to talk to this person um some people who will just be like boo or something if they're trying to get a rise out of me and uh that counts mm. that counts as i don't appreciate that but it's but it's not like you know when you see like comedian destroys heckler it's not somebody who's like a consistent problem would it be uh, more like comedian com- comedian cowers at hands of brilliant heckler <laughs> <laughs> Comedian hands microphone over to Heckler. <laughs> have you ever had to, Mike? Have you ever had to dodge any rotten vegetables? <laughs> no, no, Jeff, I haven't. I uh, I get the freshest produce. <laughs> yeah, well, also you do a lot of shows in uh, in Brooklyn where it's like, hey, here's an heirloom tomato. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, please, uh, can I? I'll, I'll uh, yes, here. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, you couldn't think of something funny to say? (laughs) Oh, to them, to them. That was the person in the story. That was the person that was. Oh my god, fucking boneheads! There was one time I was uh, doing a show and I did a joke, and the lady, some lady in the crowd, like did the punchline before me, louder than me, like exactly right on time, and I was just like. And like everyone laughed at her. I was like, yeah, well, that that was the joke. <laughs> she, had she heard you before? Or she just beat you to it. No, she just she could tell what it was going to be. Oh, you were dealing with an empath. <laughs> yeah. What's that? She was that intuitive. She knew that she knew the punchline. Great empathy. Mm. What I try to do is I have my punchlines be sort of like kind of surprising where it's like you would have to wait for me to say it to really like disarming. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'll, I'll be at a comedy show and I'll laugh early not necessarily like I know what the the exact punchline is going to be, but I can tell what it's going to be, and I I think I like probably sound annoying because I'm already laughing, you know, or the person's like doing the punchline in a funny way, and no one else is really. I'm sorry, doing the setup in a funny way, mm. and I'll start uh, laughing, and I feel like that's impolite, maybe to uh. sort of beat the comedian to it. You're allowed to laugh wherever you want. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I like a comedian with a funny vibe you know it's, it's some of the best comedians just have a funny voice and a funny cadence mm-hmm. and you're laughing well that's what the yeah that's what the comedian wants a laugh mm. did you did you guys um get a sense like know where this was recorded i think it was in los angeles somewhere but i i have not been able yeah. to like there's <laughs> no uh information I, he, on this he got introduced thing. twice he started the show twice in the version i <laughs> well because that's a uh, side a and side b i would think Oh, okay. But I think there was some reference to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I love LA. The Do you know how he died? Yeah. No. He had a heart attack on the set of a show he was on. Oof. And people uh, thought that he was kidding because he's faked so many heart attacks on Sanford and Son. Yeah, that was like a big thing. Like he'd he'd like grab the look chair up and, and be like, "I'm coming for you, sweetheart." Like his his uh, ex wife or his, his uh, dead wife. But yeah, he was like pronounced dead on the scene and then revived at the hospital and then pronounced dead from a heart attack. But it was like because somebody he was it was a scene he was supposed to be in that he didn't have any lines. And he just kind of like was supposed to walk in the background and he was kind of like mad that he had to do it. Mm-hmm. And that I think it was just in uh, Wikipedia that I read it was like an irate fox joined the set and then like had a heart attack. Sucks. And That's crazy. Like, he, I didn't know that. He seems like uh, he's a guy who was taken advantage of by like his 
business managers and his ex-wives and lawyers and the IRS. Mm. Like he was a very successful guy who was just like had a lavish lifestyle, but then also was just seen as a mark by like everybody and kind of, I think, was not doing well kind of financially during the whole back half of his life. uh, Sanford and Son ended because he just didn't want to do it anymore, I guess, uh, and like didn't show up. And NBC, I think it was NBC or ABC, sued him for $10 million for wild just not like coming jesus uh, yeah so i don't know if he had to like pay that off the rest of his life or what personally if i got sued for 10 million dollars i don't know if i would be able to cough up that much cash <laughs> and mm-hmm. continue to live your the lifestyle you live yeah exactly <laughs> it, would, it would be one or the other <laughs> and i'd have to choose i'd have a big decision to make yeah 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 do i want to keep that cash <laughs> or pay off my yeah, debt. Yeah, I, I told him, like, I, I've decided to keep the cash. <laughs> ah, damn it, we thought you were going to do that. <laughs> we were hoping you would cough it up. <laughs> damn you! Tell what else do we know about Red Fox? I feel like I read something else interesting about him. I've hmm. never seen an episode of Sanford and Son. Don't know what it is. I remember watching Nick at Night and seeing commercials of it. Mm-hmm. Red Fox is a name I confuse with Red Skelton. Me too. Yeah. Red Skelton is an English guy, right? I think so. Yeah. So maybe that's our next episode. We listen to a Red oh, Skelton. No. <laughs> Are we doing like a whole red year? That's right. That's right. Well, then we can listen to Chris Red's album, and then we can do... Uh, there's a rapper named Red, right? Um, well, rapper. Uh, Playboy Cardi has an album called Red, I think. Okay. Well, So we'll huh. listen to that. That'll transition to Red Music. So we'll listen to Red Man and Method Man. Let me ask you this. We're talking stand-up albums. What are what are your favorite stand-up albums? Did you guys have bigger form- and blacker? formative? Bigger and Blacker? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Fantastic. You know Fantastic. what's one I really like? I, I don't know if I consider an album, but it's a, a, a HBO special. Is uh, David Spade's... Um, oh, yeah. Take yeah. the Hit. Yeah. Love it. It's, it's so funny. He's such like a... Sploosh. A little <laughs> Weasley dude... Uh, it's it's very funny to me. Wait, wasn't wasn't that like a the young Hollywood? Uh, what the what's the fucking thing I was thinking of? Doesn't HBO Spade? Yeah, had, had young uh, young comedians. It was like an annual special, and Spade was in that. Yeah, yeah. But this this great. is like during or post SNL. It's like ninety eight, maybe. Cool. It's like, like a full hour. like hour that he does. Very funny. You can probably find it on HBO Max. Um, Chappelle, I love yeah. the 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 Carvey special when does chopping oh, broccoli yeah. and all this stuff. That's funny. That was really good. That yeah, was I after loved- SNL, right? Like he had been out of yes, because I saw him on that tour. I went down to West Point and uh, saw him do all that material. Uh, so it must have been. I wouldn't have known of him till mid nineties. Were you in? That's when you were in boot camp, right? Yeah, they wanted me to be the commander in chief. Like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. <laughs> And I was like, really? that orange buffoon? <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that orange baboon? That's an orangutan. <laughs> you know what I loved when I was a kid was uh, the Sinbad comedy special. where Oh, he, yeah, you had mentioned that before. Where it says bad on his leg, on his pants. Uh-huh. Doesn't he have, isn't there out. music? Doesn't he sing like, tell me, have you seen her? Yeah, in the, like he sings like a six-minute song in the middle of it. <laughs> Come well, this, on, one of these Red Fox it? things opened up with him singing a song, and I couldn't tell. He he was about to do one of the lines, like the next rhyming line. He's like, I don't sing that part. And everyone laughed. And I was like, okay, I'm not sure we if I understand that. what he's talking about. 
what is he getting at? I think it's like a tradition if you're doing like clubby type stuff, like mm-hmm. singing isn't that weird. But when you're just yeah. used to getting comedy as comedy, like secondhand as a uh, suburban young boy, and you're just listening to CDs and like the comedian starts singing a song without jokes, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. That's like, uh, I wonder if um, that's what like uh, Steve Martin was sort of playing on when he was doing the the banjo. It's like, that's not a cool like club instrument to play, but he's playing like a cool, uncool guy. Yeah. I don't Damn. know. Those Steve Martin albums are great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, get small. Yes. Wild we should listen to guy. those too. <laughs> we will. We will. This podcast ain't going anywhere. I mean, this is the third best podcast in the universe, basically. A comedy to- podcast. Comedy podcast. Not, uh, I mean, we don't hold a candle to some of those true crimes. There's a lot of news outlets that people like. What if there were a crime to happen? Like, uh, you know, God forbid one of us dies. And then the other okay, two. Hey, you were saying God forbid. <laughs> then the other two are kind of like, huh, how did Tim die? We wanted to find <laughs> out. I Did you watch that uh, show on Hulu, the... Um, the murders in this build, murders only in this building with Steve Martin and Martin Short. No, no, I did, and I liked it. It was oh, very good. easy. I tried to watch their, I, I tried to watch their like collab comedy thing, and I did not like it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't really. Oh, is that on Netflix? I think it was. Remember, it was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it, a Broadway. Like Martin a Short thing. is a funny guy. They're both great. They're both great. Come on. Okay, but gun to your head, who you picking? I'm I love Martin Short, but I'm more of a Steve Martin guy. Same, but, but current, all time, any era. Oh yeah, Steve Martin. Okay, what about Steve Martin or Jiminy Glick? Ah, I gotta say, I gotta watch some more of those Jiminy Glicks. I I love that show. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, that's got a that was on Comedy Central. Maybe it's on what streamers got those. Paramount? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you know what I got to watch? I've never seen that Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy movie. Um, Bowfinger. 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 I got to watch oh, that. Oh, it's good. Eddie Murphy is really great in that. He's got a, uh, a line that I will not say here, but it makes me laugh, and I also can't remember it very well. <laughs> Steve Martin wrote that, right? That's a cool thing. He's like one of those guys where it's like he actually does the work and writes a movie. Like... Dan Aykroyd wrote like seven movies. It's crazy. By the way, where the fuck is um, Eddie Murphy's Netflix special that he was paid like millions of dollars for? Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. I didn't see uh, Coming to America too. did you? No. Nope. I did. Did you like? Not great. I really liked uh, his Dolomite movie. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Mm. Uh, my, my name is Dolomite. It's like a very fun like, hey, we're all making a movie. You, you get to know Rudy Ray Moore. It's great. I liked it. I'll have to watch that, too. Damn. You're really giving me some homework here, Jeff. (laughs) Yes, I guess 2022 will be a busy year after all. I'm going to be busy watching comedy movies and specials. There are going to be some laughs echoing through the alleys of Brooklyn this year. Well, since I have the alleys that I hang out in, (laughs) around a trash can fire with rats. Um, speaking of a trash can fire, I, yes. w- um, Trump's presidency comes to mind. Oh Oof. God. 
Yeah, it was a dumpster can fire for sure. Yep. For Thank sure. You. Um, well, I was going to say with all this, uh, all this like homework that I have to do and all the stuff I have to watch, I think I'm going to have to end the episode and get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, awesome. Yeah. Been another successful blowout. I think, look, the listeners understand, like, they wish the episode could go on and on and on, but they want you to watch those things. And so do I. I want to do this for two, three, four, five, six more hours. But I have to get on to what we're doing. Yep. Yep. So, unfortunately, I gotta zip it up and zip it out. Yeah, me too. I'll zip it up. Zip it and so, flip it. And flip it. Yeah, and wrap it up. Flip it. We want to thank... I, I know I do. I'm sure you guys are... You've always been on the same page with me about this. We want to thank the Patrons. Thank you yep. for that. All of them. If you're listening to this, you are a Patron. Each and every one. That's right. Mm-hmm. All of them except for... Uh, no, there's, a, there's, you know, the, there's a select few we don't the one, really yeah, want to talk about. We don't about. talk about that. <laughs> uh, and, and we would love, actually love to uh, say hello to a pay pig every once in a while. But Yeah, someday. I'd love to say a hello to a little... This is our year for the pay pig. There's going to be someone, some little Richie Dinky Vanderbilt the third is going <laughs> to sign up. Mm-hmm. Guys, just put it on the Amex. Put it on the black card. Just put it on the black card and snip that card in half. You don't need it anymore. Just leave it. It, it, it refreshes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would we have Zip to put it on and the... clip it. What would we have to put on the... <laughs> have to put on the pay pig uh, level for people to actually do, do it for a hundred bucks you get a new walkman every month <laughs> no we're gonna do the episode about our kinks oh yeah that's a thousand dollars well mm-hmm. or is that in the pay pig that's sort of um, different from pay pig right I mean, PayPig, they should just get off on the paying of us. Yeah, but yeah, they're not the, is the problem. They're not getting know, it. I, There's I, something wrong with these oh, people. They need they need a higher number. I see you little Oh, I see you there. Oh, they're holding out on us. <laughs> I get it. Oh, okay. I can play your sick we little game. We have to make the, uh, the kink episode very expensive because I don't want anyone to hear it. Oh. <laughs> What, did it you love would turn your hair white. <laughs> <laughs> I get off on sex. <laughs> sex. Vaginal sex. Full <laughs> oh. vaginal. Did you have to say it that way? <laughs> Speaking of, oh, this is a point I was going to bring up. You know, Red Fox was so dirty and his stuff was so dirty. It, it really is. And I mean, for the time, the stuff he was saying, yeah, I could see people be like, well, we can't like let people hear us. But, you know, you think about the comedy that's happening nowadays. It's pretty clean for the most part. But if you go on like uh, Twitter or Instagram, there's some uh, nasty stuff out there. Oh, in, yeah, in the comedy world, which is, which is great. It's really funny. Huh? Red Fox is uh, tame by today's standards, I would say. Yeah. But it's just, it's just funny to think of, like, the things I read on a daily basis on Twitter compared to this album is just like, whoa. He didn't even say yeah. come once. I can't believe that, I feel like maybe we've talked about this, but that two girls, one cup is a, was a thing that was so universal that everyone yeah. on Earth knew it and you could reference it. You could be in front of your grandma and be like, hey, two girls, one cup. And she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that that is just, yeah, me too. My Instagram, my Twitter feed I'll, uh, there would be no way to try to like f- 
filter filthy material out of my away from my eyeballs. I'm <laughs> yeah. just in the middle. You're gonna you're gonna read about certain holes in the body, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know it. Wait well, you know it. it's good that uh, certain comedians, certain shows are upholding a moral standard. <laughs> yeah. Certain like, podcasts. Um, yeah. We make a show for good old-fashioned folks, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's where you're going to With family values. <laughs> the, fam- the family values tour. Hey, maybe we should Was be that, doing uh, that. Limp in- Biscuit. Yeah. yeah. And, and corn. And corn. corn. And, and corn. ice cube. And ice cube. We should, instead of leaning into the kinky perverts like we've been doing... Mm. In pay pigs and all that. Why not, what if we had this nice like family tier that's like, hey, sign up all the little shitheads, yeah, get all your kids up, in get here, it, laugh. Get all, all are welcome. A thousand dollars, you fucking yeah. sick fucks. Oh, oh, you got a little <laughs> shitty little boy and girl. Sit him on your knee and fucking who gives a fuck, man? And we'll call it family camp. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a nice thing uh, you could do uh, before dinner. Yeah, you can. We come on into family camp, and you can, uh, you know, we we're sitting by the fire, we're making friendship bracelets if you want, and then you hop over the pay pig, and you see someone get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Not where you'd expect. You see someone get fucked. We're we're, we're just pornographers now. We're, hey, everyone, here's yeah. a new video. <laughs> we hired this guy. And we fucked him. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the three of us fucking each other each week. <laughs> this week, Tim gets fucked. <laughs> Ooh, and Jeff watches. Oh boy, that would be a good vibe though. If like, if I was getting fucked, and, but then I'm like the whole time I'm like, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is not my month. All right, I think we should cut it there, and maybe even cut out that last part. Jeff, you know yes. what to do. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. Goodbye.